Well, today is Memorial Day, and there's no better time to host my friend Gary Sinise. Of course, you know Gary from his film, TV, stage career. You know him as Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump. But the work that he's been doing on behalf of veterans for years and years is just incredible. He is the head of the Gary Sinise Foundation. Gary, great to talk to you. Hey, thanks for having me, Ben. So why don't we begin just by talking about, you know, you've been working with soldiers for for decades at this point. What does Memorial Day mean to you? You know, uh, years ago, I remember uh, as a kid, there was always a parade and there was always barbecues and baseball games. And uh, it kind of went right over my head um, way back when. And then as I got older and started to focus on the veterans in my own family and kind of learning their stories, uh, my grandfather, World War One veteran, Army veteran, uh, three sons. Uh, two World War II veterans, and and then my dad served in the Navy during Korea, and then my wife, uh, her brothers served in Vietnam in the Army. Her sister was in the Army. Her sister's husband was in the Army. Their son was in the Army. And a lot of veterans in my family. I started to really focus on the actual meaning of Memorial Day and remembrance and uh, remembrance of the sacrifices of the men and women who have given their lives in service to our country. And I started to really uh, zero in on that. That's that's one of the reasons I do the National Memorial Day concert uh, every single year uh, as co-host with Joe Montaigne. It's something very special, uh, a meaningful way to remember those who have fallen in service to our country. And Gary, it is kind of amazing. I think that as, as the United States has fewer and fewer as a percentage of our population people going to the military, fewer and fewer people who actually know members of the military, it starts to feel like like Memorial Day is very distant. I know that in, in other countries, Israel comes to mind where everyone serves in the military because everybody is drafted. They actually, on, on their Memorial Day, they actually stop traffic at a particular time in the day. They sound sirens and literally everyone gets out of their car and they just stand there for, for several moments of silence. Seems like something like that would be well worthwhile in the United States, I think. I, I've, I've seen that. That's, that's incredible. And uh, you know, we don't have mandatory service here in this country. Uh, there, as you say, there there can be kind of a disconnect between, you know, the the, uh, the citizens and the people who defend the citizens. Uh, if you don't have a personal relationship with somebody who serves in the military, you may feel uh, a little disconnected. And that's what I've found that, that uh, this, you know, where I found a role to play here is you know, having veterans in my own family and having been invited into the military community, uh, you know, all around the world and having done that for so many years, I and and having a in a public presence being in a in, in the entertainment business, uh, I have a platform and I can go out there and tell people what I see and try to educate them and and encourage them to support our defenders, no matter whether you agree with a particular, you know, uh, deployment or not, or whether they should be or should not be fighting a particular war or not. They are our defenders. They volunteer. We don't have a draft and uh, we need to take care of them as best we can. And so uh, the Memorial Day concert that we, we, we do on PBS uh, is really very, very special because it really takes that moment to put the focus on the families uh, of our fallen heroes and those heroes who have sacrificed so much for us. 
Alrighty, more with Gary Sinise coming up on Memorial Day. First, summertime is around the corner. You know what that means. It is time to grill. I'm going to get out there with the barbecue, and I'm just going to go for it. I can't wait to break out that grill, cook up some American Wagyu burgers from Good Ranchers, the best burgers you will ever try. They send me kosher meat, and let me just tell you, I am very appreciative. When you use my code Shapiro at checkout, you get two pounds of free Wagyu beef. I'm talking about, like, the best beef you have ever tried. They gave me a steak. They cooked one for me when I was in Nashville. Let me just tell you, this thing was unbelievable. I love Good Ranchers because they ship directly to your door. I always have a fridge stocked with American meat without having to go to the grocery store. Their packaging makes it simple to cook what you want and save the rest so you're not even wasting good meat. Plus, when you subscribe, you get 25 bucks off every box for the life of your subscription. Your price is locked in, unlike those ever-increasing grocery store prices thanks to Joe Biden and his massive inflation. Not only is the meat amazing, the guys behind Good Ranchers, they're awesome, hardworking, proud Americans. They're awesome guys. I mean, I know them. Our company's great. Head on over to GoodRanchers.com slash Shapiro or use my code Shapiro to claim your two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and lock in your subscription price. If you don't buy the meat in your house, then tell the person who does. Grab your two pounds of free American Wagyu beef today before they are gone. That's promo code Shapiro at GoodRanchers.com slash Shapiro. Well, Gary, you do an enormous amount of work through the Gary Sinise Foundation. Let's talk about the Restoring Independence Supporting Empowerment Program that you've gotten started over there. You're doing amazing work for veterans. Oh, thank, thanks, Ben. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, I write quite a, extensively about this in my book. Uh, in fact, you were the first interview that I did uh, when my book came out in 2019. So uh, it's good to talk to you again. Uh, and it's been a while. Um, Restoring Independence, Supporting Empowerment, the, our RISE program is a program that's focused on uh, providing smart technology uh, mortgage-free, adaptable homes for very, very severely wounded uh, heroes. We just gave away our 77th home uh, over the over the past several years. Uh, these are mortgage-free houses that are built specifically uh, to address the challenges that uh, you know somebody who's wounded in battle or wounded in service uh, is facing. And you know we started this program. Gosh, I started uh, supporting home building before I even had a foundation. Uh, there was a quadruple amputee named Brendan Morocco. He was the first to survive a quadruple amputation, losing both his arms and both his legs. And uh, some, some of my pals in New York, where he grew up, he grew up on Staten Island. They wanted to build him a house a specially adapted house that would have an elevator in it and all kinds of things that would make his life, you know, more manageable because of his injuries. And so I raised money uh, doing a concert. And then there was another quadruple amputee, uh, a Marine uh, named Todd Nicely, who was blown up and lost his arms and legs. And we did a concert for him. And that started me on this home building uh, mission. Uh, since, you know, since those early days, we've now given away 77 houses and uh, we currently have another oh, 17 to 20 lined up that were uh, are underway and in, in, you know, in the process, um, you know, wherever under construction or just beginning or planning stages. And these homes can be really life changing for not only the, the wounded service member, but for the families who are taking care of them. If you have somebody with a traumatic brain injury who can't do, you know, can't take care of themselves, they have to be totally taken care of. Well, we provide all kinds of things inside this house that will make 
life more manageable for not only the, the warrior, but the family. It's a great program. Well, that's not the only program the Gary Sinise Foundation has participated in. You have a relief and resiliency program that really offers a, a wide variety of support to veterans. Well, what does that do? Yeah, there, there's several initiatives under, on, under that. Um, one, uh, you know, one of the things that we do at the Gary Sinise Foundation is focus on our Gold Star children. Um, these are children of our fallen heroes. There's thousands of them. Uh, and uh, for, for years now, uh, even prior to having my own foundation, I've been uh, trying to do what I can to support these children. They're, they're grieving, you know, the loss of a loved one in military service. And, uh, you know, they're spread out all across the country and they could come from small towns or whatever. They could be the only one in that particular town that is, you know, has lost a a loved one, a, a father or a mother uh, serving in the military. And they can feel quite alone because of that. But we bring these kids together uh, in community events around the country every, every month uh, in different states or uh, our big giant event that we do every year uh, down at Disney World. We're, we'll bring these kids together. We'll bring over a thousand kids to Disney World. And, uh, you know, that's and plus the surviving spouses and everything. So it's it can roughly be about 1,800 people that we have to put up in the hotel and travel them down there. American Airlines is a tremendous partner of ours, providing uh, travel support uh, to get the families uh, to, to Disney World. And uh, this can be a very, very positive, very healing thing for these kids. Not only are they having fun with Mickey Mouse and running around the park and, and enjoying themselves and everything. But the, but the more meaningful aspect of this is that they're together in mass and they see that they're not alone, that there's so many other kids that are going through this. And so we try to provide, you know, services to help them be resilient in their grief and resilient in uh, how they're rebound, rebounding from the loss of, you know, a father or mother uh, in, in military service. It's a beautiful program called Snowball Express. It was started by some veterans uh, years ago, back in 2006, they just wanted to bring some kids to Disneyland. Then American Airlines got really involved. Then we moved it to Dallas and did it there. Then it became a program of the Gary Sneeze Foundation. And we moved the event uh, to Disney World and, and started taking kids there uh, in 2018. We took them there in 2019. And then, of course, to 2020 uh, changed everything. And we haven't been there. Uh, since uh, 2019, but we're we're planning on heading back there again. That's just one of our relief and resiliency programs. And one of the big events that you actually just held was an exclusive screening of the new Top Gun movie at uh, the MCAS Miramar in San Diego. Apparently, you gave 1,200 meals to sailors and Marines to thank them for their service. How was that? Yeah, well, I didn't I didn't didn't get to go to, to that, but uh, I've got all the reports from everybody. Our, uh, we have a, a San Diego chapter of the Gary Sinise Foundation. Uh, uh, our chapters are run by Gib Bosworth, who uh, if, focuses on our chapter not only in in uh, San Diego, but we have a chapter in Florida as well. Uh, so the the chapter was very involved in uh, being there and serving the meals and and get you know getting everything together. And I understand the movie is great and that everybody really had a had a great time there. That was uh, something you know I, I actually. You know, I worked for Jerry Bruckheimer for uh, nine years on CSI New York, 
So I have a good relationship there. And, and the, the studio was very helpful in making it possible for us to kind of serve some heroes there and let them see the movie and have a good time. Well, again, that's Gary Sinise of the Gary Sinise Foundation. You can go help them out at GarySiniseFoundation.org. Gary, really appreciate the time, and thanks so much for everything that you're doing for our veterans, and and uh, I hope that you have a wonderful and meaningful Memorial Day. Thank you, Ben, and I will look forward to seeing you in Nashville. Yeah, I'll definitely look forward to that and, and grab a beer at that point. All righty. So on Memorial Day, it is worthwhile to remember that the service members that we are honoring on Memorial Day that's not relegated to World War II members of the services or Vietnam members of the services. In just about a year ago, there were 13 Americans who were killed in a bomb attack in Kabul. That was in August of 2021. And we've forgotten about all of that really, really quickly, shockingly quickly. And the president of the United States called the Americans who lost their lives in the bombing heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice in service of our highest American ideals while saving the lives of others. That was true. It also happens to be true that it was bad political decision-making from the top of the White House that led to all of that. It's worthwhile naming those members of the services who died in defense of the country. Marine Corps Lance Corporal David Espinoza was 20 from Rio Bravo, Texas. Apparently, he, um, according to his local congressperson, Henry Cuellar, said that he was a Laredo native, embodied the values of America, grit, dedication, service, and valor. He joined the military after high school with the intention of protecting our nation and demonstrating his selfless act of service. Marine Corps Sergeant Nicole G, 23, of Sacramento, she's probably the most famous of the soldiers killed in this attack because there are pictures of her just before her death, days before, holding a baby at Hamid Karzai International Airport. There are other photos posted showing her posing near a cargo plane as a line of people waited on board waited to board from the back of the plane. The photo was captioned, escorting evacuees onto the bird. She is from Oakmont High School, which is near Sacramento. Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, 31, Salt Lake City. Apparently, his father, also named Darren, said, so glad I got to see him before he left. I love you, son, you're my hero. This was um, right after his death. Army Staff Sergeant Ryan Noss, 23, of Corrington, Tennessee. Speaking of her husband's death, this is according to NPR, Alina Noss said the couple were blissfully happy, happy, but that he would have no regrets. She said, for him, it's the ultimate honor he could give back to his country. To help those people and to know he was helping people, he would not be sorry, he would not regret it, which is an unbelievable statement for a wife to make about her husband. From high school, apparently, he was determined to join the Army. Marine Corps Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22, of Indio, California, the son of two Riverside County Sheriff's Department officers, He had wanted to join the department as a deputy after getting home from deployment. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Riley McCollum, 20, of Jackson, Wyoming. Apparently, he was um, newly married, and his wife was expecting their first child, who will never get to meet their father because of his heroism. McCollum's sister, Cheyenne, told the East Idaho News her brother was going to be the best dad. Apparently, he was the youngest of four siblings. Her single father's only son, He knew he wanted to be a Marine from the time he was a child. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, 20, of Rancho Cucamonga, California. He joined after high school as well. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Kareem Nikoi of Norco, California. Apparently, according to the Norco mayor, he died helping to save families of Afghans who had aided the United States government. 
The mayor said, my understanding is he rescued per sergeant that wrote the family, three families. He was in the process of saving children, translators who had worked for the U.S. government. He passed off a child and went back into the crowd. And that's when the bomb went off. You'll remember that all of these service members were killed by a terrorist who was either ISIS-K or was working with Al-Qaeda or both. Marine Corps Sergeant Johanny Rosario Pichardo, 25, Lawrence, Massachusetts. She was assigned to the 5th Marine Expeditionary Brigade, according to the Defense Department and the Associated Press. And apparently she was a native, originally of Dominican Republic. Marine Corps Corporal Humberto Sanchez, 22, of Logansport, Indiana, a graduate of Logansport High School, promising athlete, devoted art student, apparently. Marine Corps Lance Corporal Jared Schmidt, 20, of St. Charles, Missouri. His father said that from a young age, Jared was constantly happy. If he had the opportunity to look through our photo albums, you'd see no matter how we captured him on camera, he was always smiling nonstop. He wanted to be a Marine from the time he was a sophomore in high school, and he was laser-focused on becoming a Marine. Navy Hospital Corpsman Maxton Soviak of Berlin Heights, Ohio, was just 22 years old. The Soviet family released a statement saying, words cannot express how heartbroken we are with this news. We'll miss Max tremendously. We're struggling to come to grips with this personal tragedy. Prefer to grieve with close friends and family. Apparently, he leaves behind a big family of 12 brothers and sisters as well. Marine Corps Corporal Dagan Page, 23, of Omaha, Nebraska, who served in the 2nd Battalion, 1st Marine Regiment, based at Camp Pendleton, California, joined out of high school. He was a boy scout who played hockey in his youth, was a Chicago Blackhawks fan as well. You know, one of the things that, that it's important to remember is that all these people are so young. They're so young. And when you're talking about service members who are killed in the line of duty, trying to save other people, trying to spread American ideals, you're talking about the youngest, bravest cohort of Americans. And the fact that we don't know their names, we'll know the names of people who are supposedly victimized by America's racist police, but we don't know the names of the people who die volunteering to go overseas to save foreigners uh, is uh, just another tragedy. We should remember their sacrifice today and remember what they've done for us to make sure that we can enjoy days like Memorial Day.